Hey, it's Leadership Line podcast number 43. Current speed is 78 miles an hour. Last week, Elon Musk of uh, Tesla announced that they were building some type of a, like a human humanoid robot. And uh, they described the capabilities of it. I think it was going to have a screen where the face would be and like eight different cameras that kind of took in the surroundings and helped it to process what it saw, where it was at. And uh, they talked about how much it would weigh, how tall it would be, and uh, how strong it would be. It was interesting though, because in the, in the article, they stated that uh, it would only be able to lift 150 pounds. So, and they stated that you would be able to overpower the robot if necessary. It's <laughs> like whoa. So I think the the takeover of artificial intelligence is well on its way. But it's kind of interesting when you kind of think about that. In the article, they also said that uh, Elon Musk said, in the future, physical work will be a choice, not a requirement. And the idea being that these robots would do physical work. And so a company could have enough of these robots to do all of the, the physical work, or maybe they could supplement their workforce. So your coworker next to you could be a robot, a Johnny Five from Short Circuit or something. So that's weird to think about. But yeah, physical work will be a choice in the future, according to Elon Musk. And not all physical work. There's still, you know, there's no way in my mind that, uh, you know, the skilled trades or or aspects, majority of the aspects of construction can be done, you know, by a robot or some type of a mechanical process. There's too much skill involved and too much coordination that... Uh, it's not a one-size-fits-all type thing. So I don't see the majority of construction work being taken over by artificial intelligence. But who knows? You know, fast forward 20 years, who knows? What kind of technology will there be at that point? But it brings up an interesting idea um, this idea of innovation podcast I've been listening to recently it's all about innovation in construction 
how fast things are changing. But the takeaway for me right now is uh, we have to be changing with it. Whether you like the idea of Elon Musk creating some type of humanoid robot that is going to be able to do manual work, whether you like that idea or not, it really doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is whether you accept that change. Because the change is coming. There's innovation that's taking place in every aspect of our lives right now. You know, we don't see the changes because we're right in the middle of it, but on the innovation front, we're in fast forward right now and things are changing and they're changing quickly. So the people and the companies that are unwilling to change, unwilling to adapt, unwilling to accept any of that innovation, they'll pay the price. They'll be left behind in the not-so-distant future. There's a lot of people in construction primarily that are not real accepting to change. The idea is that I've done it this way for my entire career and I'm not changing now. Now my dad was in construction and before he retired he took a took a job as a project manager and they you know he showed up paperwork and and maybe it wasn't a project manager maybe it was like it was more like a, a field superintendent and uh they issued him a laptop. I said, what's this? I said, well, that's your laptop for all your daily reports, emails, blah, blah, blah. He said, I don't have a use for that. I don't have, I don't know how to use it. And, you know, he, he ended up not taking that job because he was unwilling to or unable to use that current technology. I think by and large, if we're not willing to fall in line with the or, or adapt to the, the changes that are coming to us, then we're going to be left behind as individual employees and or as companies. We have to be innovating. We have to have our eyes open to what's possible. We have to have our eyes open to ways that we can build a better mousetrap, how we can cut cost, how you can cut labor. Labor is the biggest wild card for most companies say all, but almost all companies. You know, if you're not in a pandemic, material 
pretty constant. Now that we're in wherever we're at with this pandemic, material has been a mess. Uh, construction supplies have been harder to have a grasp on their availability and their cost. But in normal times, it's pretty much a constant. You have enough notice when there's a shortage or there's going to be a cost increase where you can absorb that or build that into your pricing. But labor is unpredictable because people are unpredictable. You can have two people that make the same amount of money working for a company and the level of work that they're able to do in an eight-hour shift can be dramatically different. So labor's an unknown. Labor's, labor's a, uh, a wild card. And a lot of the innovation that's taking place right now in the world, in, our, in construction especially, is aimed at reducing labor. And there's pushback. There's pushback from current employees about doing things a different way. You know, one of the ideas, one of the pushback is cost. You know, what is the cost of this new technology or this innovation? Well, that's a real measurable thing. That's pretty easy, actually. We can give you the cost of whatever new idea that's trying to be implemented. So that cost is, is measurable. But we don't take into account the cost that's not measurable. And that's the cost of not innovating. If your company or you as an individual, as an employee, decides that how we've done it in the past is what we're going to do moving forward and you don't have one eye open to what the world is doing, what the market's doing what happens is the people and the businesses that are open to change that do adapt to new technologies the trajectory of their ability as an employee or the trajectory of an entire company itself can either be stagnant or increase. So if you're if you say, hey, I'm not, I'm not accepting anything, your trajectory is flat. It's locked in. It's unchanged. But if you're an individual or a company that says, hey, here's a new technology. Uh, we've seen it work for other people. We believe this is a new thing. We're going we're gonna to step out on a limb and we're going to adapt this technology or this method or this new product 
we're going to adapt that for our company. All of a sudden, your entire trajectory of your company has changed just a little bit. It's not huge, it's not much, but right now, there's a change in the, the direction your company is going. And that can be measured in, in you know, gross billings, gross sales, a number of different ways, but the trajectory has changed. <clears throat> and it, it, year one, maybe it's not noticeable. Maybe it's such a small change that one year down the line, it's hardly noticeable. But if it's a successful change, an successful adaptation of new technology or new product or a new way of doing things, run that out. What does that look like in five years? What does that look like in 10 years, in 20 years? All of a sudden, that trajectory change where it was, it was small, now nearly unnoticeable. Now that gap between the company or the individual that decided to not adapt to change and the company or the individual that did embrace change is big. That's how companies get left behind. That's how companies become market leaders because they've built a better mousetrap. They figured a different way to do things and that put their company on a different trajectory. So I think we have to look at the, the, the cost, that cost that's, that's hard to measure and see the future and see where that puts us in five years, 10 years, or, or you know, just on down the line. But yeah, there's a, a cost to innovation, but that's a measurable cost. And if it fails, that's your risk. That cost, whatever it costs to implement that product or that method, or that technology, that's your risk. But I think the more important cost is the cost for not seeking new ways to do things or seeking how to be more profitable. So anyway, that's the gist of what I'm talking about this morning. Have a great day. Lord bless.